Welcome back. We're going to continue our conversation on fasting. We're so glad that you're here with us under the fig tree. You know, some claim to give God the first part of the year, right? We're talking about that first year corporate fasting thing. But my concern is we there's a lot of people, I've done it many times over the years, we offer God this big um, uh, expression at the beginning of the year, but do we give God all the other parts of our life the rest of the year? That's a concern of mine. And, and so I want to talk about it just a little bit if we can. Sure. You know, I mean, it's, it's well known as the Daniel fast, the yeah. 21-day fast, right? Yeah. And, and I might even tell a couple of stories. I think we mentioned earlier about even asking the question, you know, what's the fast for anyway? Uh, and, and I think you, Tisha, read Isaiah 58, right? Is this not the fast? Is this the fast that I've chosen a day to, for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush to spread out sackcloth and ashes, so on and so forth, right? right. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and um, you know, so so I think probably most, most believers are, are somewhat familiar with that scripture. If you're not, go read Isaiah 58, verse 5 through 7. And it's a, it's a good good scripture to add to your fasting scriptures, for lack of a better term. Here's my issue. We've been a part of, of churches that would call a corporate fast. We've established already that it's not wrong to call corporate fasts. Mm-hmm. It's, we can find it in the Bible, right? Yep. The issue for me is what is the motivation for the corporate fast? What is, what is the motivation? Let me tell this story. I had a friend who I had not heard from for, and I'm using, I will be real honest and say I'm using friend loosely. I had an acquaintance, maybe a better way to say it, that I had not heard from in years, who out of the blue called me a couple of days before the beginning of whatever the year this was, this was a few years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And wanted uh, Robin and me to join him and a bunch of others in this corporate fast. We're going to fast. We're going to do the Daniel fast, 21 days, the first 21 days of the year, and it's going to be great, and it's going to be. And I'm asking him, okay, so what's the fast for, right? Right, right. Yep. And it was like, well, no, we're just going to do it, and it's going to be great, and we're just going to believe God. We're going to believe God. It was sort of like that, right? And mm-hmm. I said, and, and, you know, my answer was no. Yeah, <laughs> You know? <laughs> No. Yeah, wow. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I didn't leave him hanging. I said no, but then I said to him, I said, "Listen. I said Daniel didn't set his set his heart out to fast for exactly 21 days." Right. I said it just happened to take 21 days for the Lord's answer to reach him. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, "And you know this. You know, he was a pastor, right? It's the yeah. thing right. he still is." I said, "So you know this." But he was so focused on we're going to do this great big gesture thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and so I told him, I said, I I believe I receive when I pray. Correct. And you know what he said to me? He said, well, you go ahead and believe in that you receive on the first day. And uh, but we're going to we're going to we're going to go ahead and fast 21 days and you can still be a part of it. And you want to believe for the first day, then that's fine. But and I said, no, thank you. It didn't make any sense. No, No. he was, it seems as though he was caught in a religious cycle versus the true motive of of fasting, which is 
getting to know God, which is crucifying that flesh. And we have to be careful as a body of believers. Like you said, nothing wrong with the corporate fast. It's not. But we have to be careful as a body of believers that we understand why we're fasting. Yes. And that our motive is pure in the fast. That's right. My thing would be, why not call a 21-day fast in June? You know, in right. in August. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, is God right. only talking twenty yeah. one day fast? In January. He's only acknowledging he's only acknowledging yeah. that, that twenty one day fast in January. That's babe. a good point. And I noticed that a lot of churches corporately, not all, mm-hmm. but corporately, they fast together in January and no other time. Right. And to me, God is a God of inconvenience. I would <laughs> just fathom that That's if great. your heart was open to hear it and religion was not shrouding your mm-hmm. thoughts in your mind, mm-hmm. that he would say, mm, not not this year. And then he'll tap you on the shoulder, September, now. Yep. Call it now. Yep. And you will get so much more out of the fast if we just follow the leading of his spirit versus right. doing what we do because that is our tradition. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. What you, what'd you say, Troy? I want to make sure I say this, too, because you mentioned the Daniel fast. And when Daniel prayed, even when the angel showed up, he said, we heard, heaven heard you when you yeah, prayed. Yeah. And the answer the was father released, heard him. Yeah. you know, as soon as that he prayed. That day, the first day. Exactly. So you, you throw that point in there, too. And then also, we got to be careful that we don't worship the fast. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful it's, of that. It's yeah. so important. And it, I know that may not make a lot of sense to people. But if you really think about it, some people worship their own faith. So on, on, a, on a consistent basis, the Bible says have faith in God, not faith in your faith. Right. And mm. people that have faith in yeah. their own faith. Yes. My faith is this. My faith is that. Yes. And my, my yeah. faith will get me over my faith. Yes. Yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? But, but really what you need to do is make sure you're not worshiping your faith. Yeah. And, and in the same sense, when it comes to the fast, make sure you're not worshiping the fast. I've gone as far as to say, from my vantage point, there are people who worship worship. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Worship today is almost a genre in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but because that's a different podcast for a different day. <laughs> you it know, definitely will be. <laughs> a shameless plug. There's a podcast coming, y'all. It's going to be called Altars. It's going to be so wow. much fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But but here's the question, okay, because I'm going to juxtapose something a little bit, right? Yeah. Something I was thinking about concerning, like what you said, why not in September right. or August or whatever, right? Here's a thought that I had, y'all. And listeners, we'd love to hear from you. You can chime in and, and leave comments, we, and we will read them. Here's a thing that, that came up in my heart, though. Ecclesiastes 5.5 5 says, when you make a vow to God, do not delay in fulfilling it. Mm-hmm. He has no pleasure in fools. Fulfill your vow. It is better not to vow than to make a vow and not fulfill it. Mm-hmm. So I want to throw that in there, right? Because if someone said, hey, let's come together and let's do a 21-day fast, right? Yeah. We're going to do this unto the Lord, whether they have any direction, whether they have any specific purpose for why they're doing it, they've brought the people together. Church leaders have got stood up and brought people together, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in that situation, I believe that the people who committed to it should carry it out, even, even if they're seeing miracles, signs, and wonders during the 21 days because they committed to God to give them 
give them 21, 21 days. days. Yeah, you no see? Doubt. So for me, that's that little different part in there, sure. right? But but that's not what David did. David set his heart to fast until Daniel. 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 Uh, Daniel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. Daniel set his heart to fast until. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is very right. possible that Daniel could have fasted for a year. A, exactly. Because he was eating things that weren't so great. Uh, exactly. He yeah. wasn't not eating. So it, it could have went longer and he vowed that vow within his heart. God was merciful. I would say merciful came in 21 days, <laughs> but he vowed that vow in his heart. And so we have to make sure, listen, you don't have to get spooky with it. Just be led and make a decision, not based on tradition, make the decision based on a heart moved by God. That's right. And, and by his spirit. And that way, if he tells your church to fast every year for at January, then that's fine because you have a word from the Lord. You have a move of God. And there's, like we said, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Just make sure it doesn't become religious routine. Yeah. That And, you know, I've seen it to where I just wouldn't fast in January simply because I didn't want it to become a religious routine. If I start to dread it, if dread comes in, I'm like, oh, here we go with this fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not talking sure. about no one. I, I would say for the most part, people aren't, yeah, yeah, I get the fast. You know, most people aren't. But you know what I mean when the <laughs> yes. dread comes in in December and yeah. you're thinking about the 21-day fast in January. Man, we got a fast in January. and you, you, know, you might need to just check your motive, check yourself, and be like, you know what? I'm not doing that this year. Your husband always says, Tisha, there is no freedom in have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There is no freedom in have to. So even from the perspective of who's your boss? Yeah. Who's your master? Yeah. Right? Because there is no freedom in have to. Uh, That leads me into another story. I want to tell a second story, right? Uh, My wife and I went to a church. uh, We attended a church for about six years, five and a half, six years. And that church leader at that particular church wanted everybody that were members or considered themselves members to fast on a particular day, fast three days a month. I'm sorry, fast three days a month. And he also chose that, you know, the day, yeah. the, the three days, right? Okay, whatever. Right. That's fine. But in my own personal relationship with the Lord, I was in a time in that particular month. I was in this time where I was spending some serious time before the Lord, man. And the Lord and I were just having this great time. Mm -hmm. And I ended up fasting for like five days. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So the five days when I came, when I felt I was released from the fast, Tisha, it was right coming up on the three days that the leader had prescribed. And I'd love to hear you, you know, there may be some differing opinions about it i'll tell you what i did and i'm happy and god never dealt with me or never didn't get punished or anything (laughs) right so i'll tell you what i did but i'm open if if you see it differently right and so you know i had this conversation with that church leader and i was just telling just talking man man i've had such an incredible time with the lord man and i just came off of this uh this five-day fast and it was incredible and i saw heaven or you know i'm I'm just right you know and he said to me he said all right, well, you're going to fast the three days I told you to fast? And I said, no. And he had a real problem with it and mm-hmm. tried to browbeat me. And then now it becomes, I'll just be real honest, listeners, 
you know, I'm all man. Now it becomes a, another thing, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. now there's something else that <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And and but but I, I was I was I kept it under control. I just came off of a five day fast, right? But I handled it the way that it was presented to me, and I said, "Look, I'm not fasting for three days. I'm going to take care of my wife." I'm going, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I pulled away. Yeah. I, I fast per the word of God. So I've pulled away from my wife, pulled away from my family. I yeah. said, I'm not going eight days. I'm okay. I'm good. Well, you, I mean, I told you to do this. This is literally what he said to me. You know, you, you know, you follow the Lord. That's great. But I told you. And I was like, okay, yeah, there's something else working yeah. here. And that's a different yeah. story. But I'm saying, I want people and I know you guys do too. The reason we do these podcasts is to help people think through their relationship with God. Don't think through your relationship with God based on what I say or she says or he says or they say. Think through your relationship with God and have a good understanding of where you are. And it's even healthy to have an understanding of where you're not in your relationship with the yes, Lord. And, I, and so that's why I'm telling the story, right? I leave all names off so, you know, you can protect the guilty and the innocent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the whole idea of the optics, right? I think, I think a lot of people do that corporate fast thing for the optics, man. Yeah. I think they do it because it looks good and it sounds good and it, feel, it feels good that we've you know, and so when you do that, though, the 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 focus becomes the unity. It's wonderful right. for the church yeah. to be in unity. Yeah. But be in unity for the right thing. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. And I actually do have some thoughts on that, Bruce. When you when you started talking about it, I had to go find the scripture, Romans 14, 23. Okay. And I'm going to read out the Amplified because it's wordy. <laughs> <laughs> But he who is uncertain about eating a particular thing is condemned if he eats because he is not acting from faith. Now, this is the part. It says, whatever. That's anything, right? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever is not from faith is sin. Mm. Right? Wow. Yep. So we're led by the Spirit of God, right? And you were led by the Spirit of God to go into this deeper consecration than what yes. was prescribed. Right. And so that's what you did. Right. Yes. So what about the three days I told you to do? Yes. Well, if I'm doing that out of command and not out of faith. Yes. Then, 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 then it's sin. What do we call it? Hunger strike. It's a hunger strike. Hunger strike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. You know, cause my heart's not in it. It's anyway. not in it. So no. it's, it's a motive thing and there's no, there's no benefit to you. There's no benefit to him. There's no benefit to the body, right. and there's definitely no benefit to God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so absolutely. I um I was listening to it and I'm like, I wonder how I wonder how I would feel about that. But then I, I this scripture came up in my heart. Whatever's done and it doesn't originate from faith. Yeah. It's sin. It's sin. Uh so I I that's that's my thought on it. I don't know if you have any thoughts. Uh, no, um, nothing that we haven't already, already said. You know, you can examine your motive. If your motive is to please a person because of something they did or said or to be accepted by a group of people because if you don't go along, this goes with anything, not just fasting, yeah. then you may need to recheck that. So, Yeah, yeah, man. And, and, I, and I wanted to bring that point out because, you know, once again, you have people who may really feel guilty yeah. 
about not participating in the corporate fast at their local church for whatever reason they're not participating. Yeah. And may, because I, I we, we've talked to many people. It's so funny, man, because, you know, we get away from the church and go to lunch with a few people, right? And mm-hmm. and they whisper. They, the pastor's nowhere around, but they're, they're so, you know, that they even whisper sitting at the table in the restaurant. They lean over, hey, are you doing the fast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you poor soul. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Talk loud. I can't hear you. <laughs> you know, the pastor's nowhere around. You can talk freely now, right? But, but yeah, we, we've talked to a lot of people, man, that... that and they're like, mm, I just don't feel like I'm supposed to do this. But my pastor is telling us to do it. So what do I do? And that's why I wanted to bring it out. Yeah. I want to deal with just real briefly. I want to ask you about submission. Because mm-hmm. that's what's going to come up. Am I submitted? If I don't fast, I'm not submitted to leadership. And or if I don't do this, I'm not. And I know we're talking about fasting, so we can keep it along those lines. Sure. But it keeps coming up. Yeah, I'm not submitted. I'm not submitted. I'm not submitted. I'm out of order. I'm out of line. I'm disobedient. Can you speak to that? And maybe through your example, what, how you were able to have peace and resolve? Well, for me, Tisha, it's really, really simple. No one has the right. God didn't establish apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers to be Holy Spirit to us. So, therefore, everyone has to be willing to function and operate properly in the in whatever their call is, right? right. And so, there's a scripture, and I, and and I, I, it's it escapes me right at the moment. Some of you listeners may know exactly what I'm talking about, but there's a scripture where where Peter talks about how we ought not we ought to obey God, right? Mm-hmm and not man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wasn't saying disregard your leadership. Yeah, he was just. He was just putting them on the scale, per se, right? right. And saying, okay, God. Whoop, Way up here. Man. Whoop, you Way know what I'm saying? Here, yeah. So, and, I, and I've always said this, Tisha, for years. I've told people, I've even said this to my wife. I said, listen, don't make me choose between you and God. You right. lose every single time. Yeah. So for me, that's where I've lived for many, many, many years. And so I have no issue if I really feel like, you know, I need to go left when everybody is going right, then I, I want to do it. I'll do it respectfully. I'll tell my leadership, look, and I, I really don't feel, I don't feel like I'm supposed to do that. I feel like right. I'm supposed to be over here doing this. Right. And I expect them to understand. Yeah. I hope that they understand. Most of the time they do. Yeah. Yeah. But when they don't, I'm okay with it. And that's, and that's the thing for me that I don't like about, Mm, you know, people not having a good, solid grasp on who they are to God and who God is to them. Sure. Yeah. So that they can stand flat-footed if they need to. Yeah. And say, Pastor, you know I love you. You know I respect you. I just, there's nothing inside of me that feels like I'm supposed to do this with you guys this time. The Lord willing, I'll I'll, I'll be a part of it next time, and I hope you're okay with that. And unfortunately... I've never, I don't see a lot of that. We have never seen a lot right. of that mm-hmm. in the body of Christ, in the local church structure, the way it is right now. That's good. And I think you've given people something to use or to say in fasting instances as well as others. So thank you for that. So I think that takes care of the biblical side of it. 
All right, come on. All right, so we're come gonna, on, Teacher Troy. <laughs> we're going to give you some practical steps and approaches to fasting. Again, fasting is something that we we should be doing. It's all going to be a motive of the heart. Just to recap what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and we're following Holy Spirit through the whole thing. Wherever He takes us, that's where we go. If you set out in your heart for I'm a fast for two days and you get close to the end of that two days and he says, Hey, I need another two days out of you. You got to be willing to, to roll with them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I start crying. <laughs> See, you, you saw me when I'm That's not the you cake. crying. That's your flesh crying. That's yes, a, <laughs> you saw me when you, when I bought that bun cake. And, you and the ice cream. You saw you it. You saw it. You know Two I days had ago. Plans. You know I had plans. <laughs> But I do want to give you some practical. It's good to have the biblical principles and stuff like that. But then you also have to have the practical application of those principles, right? So it's not just telling people what they should do, but also telling them how to do it. Make sense? Yes. All right. So number one, first thing we're going to do, we're going to set an objective. Why are we fasting? I told a story about that. You told a story about that. Sure. We need to find out what the objective is. What is the purpose of this fast? This is going to be the first thing that we do. Along with that, inside of this first step, then you also have to have an expectancy. Yeah. Don't fast without an expectancy. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't know what I'm expecting, I'm going to expect something from God. Yes. Right. Okay, so that's going to be your first step. The next step is going to be to make a commitment. Yeah. Now, again... <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit may change your commitment, <laughs> but you have to at least make the commitment. Right. Right. And and don't worry about committing to a specific time. Just commit to fast. Mm-hmm. Just commit. You know, sometimes we get caught up. Well, I'm going to do one day, two day, three day. That Yes, I do that as well. But what I'm saying is commit to giving that time, your heart, uh, reading the word and praying and setting aside time during that day to the Lord. If you don't know a time or you can, let's say you can only fast from noon to six. I guarantee you God will honor that like a three day. Yeah. If you give him your time, your attention and, and you're seeking him. So I just Absolutely. want to say that. Yep. And along with that, your commitment also goes with this. Is it going to be a full fluid fast? Is it going to be a one meal fast? But just make that commitment. You know, I'm, I'm going to fast breakfast and lunch, and I'll break the fast at 6 o'clock or something like that. But you got to figure out something. That's going to be the commitment. Again, it's not the length of time. Quality yes. right. over quantity. Yes. Right. Cool. And even Daniel, he didn't even have a length of time. He said, until, you know. Yeah. He, until I hear or until. Yeah. That's also setting um, a commitment level. Now, inside of this commitment, you need to start talking about what physical restrictions that you're going to have. So if you are an avid softball player and it's in the middle of June (laughs) and you live here in the South and you've been (laughs) fasting all day, it's probably not a good idea to go out and stand out in the sun and play uh, softball. So a lot of of these things, too, you want to make sure you consult your physician that kind of stuff, if you're on medication and all this kind of stuff. Yes. want to make sure you consult your physician. But, um, again, we're just giving you some practical steps. Now, here's one of the areas where I feel like people don't get the most out of their fast. Step number three is you want to make sure you prepare yourself spiritually. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I mean by that? 
But one of the first things you need to do to prepare yourself spiritually is repent. Amen. It's one of the first things you need to do. Even if you don't know that you've done something, ask Holy Spirit to show you, mm-hmm. you know, is there something I need to receive forgiveness for, right. this kind of stuff. If you have an issue with somebody, go to that somebody and get it right. Yeah. Right. Now, I know that causes humility, but you got to remember fasting is about humility anyway. Yeah. Right. So you're about. feeding yourself into the humility just by doing that. So if you got an issue with your wife, if you got an issue with your mother, your your family member, go to those people and say, hey, look, we had a conversation the other day. It didn't go the right way. Right. Um, I said some things that I should not have said. Apologize. Get it right with them. Mm-hmm. And and then that opens up the floodgates for you to be able to receive. The Bible says that we're supposed to, it says, forgive our, our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a free flow in both ways. Sure. Or, or that forgiveness. You're receiving as you're giving out, you know, what you have received. So you got to make sure that you get stuff right with other people. And I think that does help, help you in the fast. So I have this in my notes. Yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'll say it. Meditate as much as you can on the attributes of God, specifically his love. Mm-hmm. Amen. As much as you can, uh, leading into the fast, specifically on that. The faithfulness and all the other things that come with is perfect, no problem. Right. But specifically target the love of God because that's where the free flowing of all the gifts and you know all it all comes from that. Right. There's, there's nothing that God does outside the motive of love. Right. right. And so when we focus on God's love, again, we're opening floodgates. We're opening doors here for God to be able to invade fully. And so, I would say that was, if that's the sustaining power of God mm-hmm. during your fast, mm-hmm. whether it's two hours or two weeks. Yeah. You know, it's the love of God that sustains you right. and the grace that's upon you. So I think that's beautiful. I'm glad you said that. As as well as th- those those who have ever fasted know that your flesh will scream at you yes the whole time yes. yes so if you commit to doing that you commit to meditating you commit you're deliberately keeping your mind and in most cases many cases having to bring your mind back mm-hmm. yeah to focusing on him laying so I think foundation. that's I, I think that's wonderful man you're because, laying the foundation because your flesh will scream at you the whole time yeah so i'm glad you said that because that leads to the, the the next point we focus on that it lays a foundation because you do not need to underestimate the spiritual opposition yes or the strength of your flesh yes yeah that's you don't good. need to underestimate that that's, that's really good and so this stuff prepares you this that's is really all the, the the spiritual preparation yeah. right because your flesh during a fast especially that fourth fifth day when it's almost over <laughs> and you're really hungry and and you know, and your coworker who have n- who's never offered you anything, anything in the 10 years you've been there yeah bakes a cake and wants <laughs> you you know insist that you get a piece and tell them how it yeah yeah that exactly. kind of yeah, stuff yeah so you, you have you have to prepare yourself for that and again let, let let's say this too because in in Matthew chapter 6 it talks about us fasting and not being like the hypocrites and being all, you know, outrageous about it, yeah. you know, and showing everybody what you're doing. But but that comes on the heels of chapter five, where he says that you're a city on a hill and you cannot be hidden. Right. And I think one of the first things we do is we try to hide everything. We mm-hmm. try to keep that covered. And and we don't we don't need to keep that covered. It's kind of silly when you think about it, because when you go on a corporate fast for twenty one days and everybody shows up Wednesday night, everybody's hungry. 
<laughs> and everybody knows you're fasting, and I'm, you know, so and you're not you start hiding having anything. Conversations about yeah. how hungry you are. Oh, so if that's because most time I was I was brought up that once you tell somebody about the fast, that breaks the fast. And that well, that's kind of silly, you know. Um, yeah. In fact, during the fast you'll probably experience some things with God that he'll give you liberty to share with other people. And yes. you know, you share those with other people, but yeah. what do you do when your coworker comes to you and says, Hey, I got the yeah. bunt cake that you like. Yeah. I know you yeah. want a piece of bunt cake and you have to turn it down and yeah. they ask why. Right. What do you do? You're going to, you can't lie to them. Right. So it's okay. No, I, it and, is. And it, I, I just want to take some pressure off people. If you feel like you got to keep that, as like you're a covert op or something like that. You don't have to do it, all it that. It can actually be a witness. It actually can. Yeah. I've had that happen many times sure. on, on the job where, you know, they want to know, well, Bruce, why aren't you eating? And I and I just tell them, well, I'm, I'm fasting right now. And it's interesting because I've had people ask me, um, um, spiritual or uh-huh. physical? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, you know, and then I'd, I'd respond. So it opened the door yeah, for, a, for a time of witnessing, right? I love it. This is why I do this. You know what I'm saying? And this is how I try to make it a part of my everyday life, you know? So. And you can take that bunt cake and freeze it later. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> See, I have a hard time. My flesh, my flesh will find an, an opening, a negotiation. Oh, that's so funny, man. <laughs> like, you know what? I can't eat it now, yeah, but I promise. You. I promise in you. In four days, I will tell you. <laughs> exactly. How good it you, is. In four days, three hours, and 32 seconds, I will tell you exactly how good it is. And then that's when he steps in and says, I need and another says, two I days. Need another yeah, two that's what he said. You, you know. saw me do that. <laughs> I love it. So here, here's, here's uh, point number four. Okay. okay. We need to prepare ourselves physically. So we've taken care of the spiritual part. Now we need to take care of the physical part. Yes. Now, what I mean by taking care of the, the physical part is if I know I'm going to do a fluid only fast yes, and I'm going to start in a month, what I really need to start doing on this side of the fast is I need to start making smaller meals, right. eating smaller meals going into the fast sure, and, and start curtailing my eating habits going yeah. into the fast. Right. Yeah. I'm not trying to make it easier for myself or I shouldn't say easier for myself. I'm not trying to negate the sacrifice. Right. What I'm trying to do honestly is prepare my body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and that you can make it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. it's in your heart to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, and so you want to make it, you know, it's nothing worse than failing a fast. You know, a fast, and I mean, you just feel like you're the worst yeah. believer on the planet. Oh, God, yeah. how could you ever love me? Kind of, right, you know what right. I'm saying? So, no, I mean, it's per- it makes perfect sense. So, if you start eating smaller meals, try to avoid, oh, this hurts, try to avoid sugary foods, mm-hmm. foods and high fat, stuff like that. Eat a, eat a lot more lean foods and stuff right. like that going into your diet, or right. not your diet, but your fast. She knows how I am. Eat more vegetables and fruit. I, I don't consider vegetables food. Uh-huh. That's just what my food eats. <laughs> but you got to try to eat more vegetables and fruits leading into the fast. Stay away from the sugary foods the best you can. You yeah, know? don't right. gorge. I, I, you know, I have failed a fast or two in my day. 
Mm. And <laughs> the club. a lot of it was because I would go all out. I'm about to eat everything because I'm going to be not as hungry as I can. For yeah, as so so I you're can. trying to pack up. I'm trying to pack it in <laughs> so yeah. I don't feel that suffering until about yeah. noon. Oh, you got a reserve. Funny. You got a reserve. <laughs> that is funny. You try to build up a reserve, that's, that's probably going to. Uh, uh, hurt you in the it, fast. It does. Uh, I couldn't yeah. even get through the whole day. Yeah. yeah. So in the middle of the fast, while you're fasting, make sure you try to um, rest as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Limit your activities, especially outdoor activities. Right. You know, um, like again, don't go out in the middle. Everybody lives in Texas because Texas is one of the hottest places I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> you live in Texas, you don't need to be fasting and hanging out in the sun. All day and stuff like that. It's right. just it's just not healthy. You want to be wise with this. Expect physical discomfort yeah. during your yeah. fast because this that's the way your body works. Right. So expect physical discomfort uh, and know that it's going to be okay. Uh, and, and again, if you're one of those guys that goes to the gym, yeah, do that a little bit more moderate mm-hmm. so that you're yeah. not hurting yourself. Sure. You know, for you men and women that go to the gym, just be smart about that. So that's what you want to do during the fast. Try to walk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Try to walk a little bit, not real fast or anything like that, but just it's it's good to walk because during the if you just walk, then it's probably going to be a problem. But if you're on a prayer walk, it takes your yeah. mind off of it. Yeah. You sure. know, and you can talk to God, and God's going to talk to you. Yeah. And just make that part of your day. During the fast, try to put yourself on a schedule. So wake up in the morning. Uh, I'm going to spend some time with God. In the morning, I'm going to open the Word. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, start your day with that kind of stuff because that helps set the rest of your day. Even outside of a fast, it helps set the rest of your day. Right. So definitely during the fast is going to help set. Uh, right around lunchtime, go back in prayer. Yeah. If you yeah, can. If you can. If you're at work, go to your car or go like in the, in the building that I work. We have like breakout rooms and stuff like that that mm-hmm. you can go in there. You can take all your stuff in there. Just spend some time with God in there during right. your um, prayer time. And then in the evening, do the same thing. Uh, find some alone time with God, unhurried. Mm, that's good. Okay? Yeah. Unhurried. Because you've already had the morning where you probably got to get going quick because you yeah. got to start your day. You had the lunch time, and it's only a short amount right. of time. But in the evening time when you're on your own, unhurried right. time with that's God. Good. That's yeah. good. And, and spend, spend that quality time with him. If other people, here's a good thing, too. If you have other people that are fasting, y'all get together. Mm-hmm. That's good. Y'all get together and talk. Yeah. Um, even if it's on the phone or a Zoom call or something like that, get together and talk and share what God is sharing with you. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, it's going to encourage you to keep going. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, when you get with other believers, don't, so. don't don't talk about the hamburgers. No. Don't. Yeah. No, no. Don't no. don't talk about how hungry. <laughs> and the bunt cake. And the bunt cake. Talk yeah. about the things of God. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Here's the other <laughs> thing: during the fast, stay away from the TV. Ugh. Oh yeah. Be- Number one, it's not good anyway. But number two, just what you said, Bruce, the Burger King commercial is going to come on. Yep. Yeah. Right after that, the Arby's commercial is going to come on. Yep. Sure. And then there's going to be a, a Red Lobster commercial. You're going to see all this stuff. Yep. Yes. Um, when your TV show comes back on, they're going to be sitting at a restaurant and all. That. It's just just stay away from it. Right. The best you can. Okay. Besides uh, the fact that going all the way back to the beginning of our conversation, fasting is for us, not for God. That's right. right. So the whole idea is to cut off distractions mm-hmm. and spend quality time with God. And one of the biggest distractions is 
that little device we hold in our hands. Yes. And that big device that we use a clicker and, yes. and point, yeah. point the remote at. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. So that th- those can be big, big benefits if, you, if you're willing to either cut them off or at least be very deliberate about cutting them back. If you don't cut them, I would say cut them completely off because you won't die if you don't go scroll through social media and you will die if you miss a couple of your programs. Yeah. They're probably on rerun anyway. Anyway. You'll catch them. You'll you'll, you'll catch (laughs) them. You know what I'm saying? But look at the quality of, you know what I'm saying? Look at what you're telling God. You're even telling God that you're worth it. That's right. Because we love for God to tell us that we're worth it, but he's already told us that through Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. He's already paid the price. He's already told us how much we're worth to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what's cutting the television off, you know, for a couple of days or what have you, you know, in order to spend quality time with God. And I to agree. be honest with you, it's another way to appease flesh. Because, you know, when you when you watching TV or whatever and you're killing time. You That's know it. what I mean? You're killing yeah. time. Um, I know <laughs> I was fasting one time. And many, these stories are years ago. I'm much better, guys. But um, <laughs> I was fasting one time, and I was just like, God, just let me sleep. Just let me sleep. I just need to sleep. Because I did not want to be awake to be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm asleep, so I tried to sleep my fast away. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these, what yeah. am I doing? Appeasing that flesh. I'm I'm looking for loopholes. Looking for loopholes, yeah. right. And, and what well, thank God, you for being honest. Oh, you're yeah. not yeah. the only one. Yeah. No, you're not. You yeah. are not the only one not at all so i uh, what uh, what what do you have to do you have to say in those moments it's humbling to say god help me yeah that's right yeah. god help me yes. that's right because my flesh is screaming yep if it's left up to me i'm eating right now god help everything me. everything everything in the refrigerator god help me. I'm eating <laughs> cooked or uncooked yeah cooked or uncooked I'm eating frozen or not frozen or not <laughs> for some folks that do the juicing on their diets and and the liquid diets, or I shouldn't say diets, fast, liquid fast, fruit juices, if they're all natural, yes. try to stay away from, again, the stuff where sugar's added yeah, and, and that kind of stuff. Sure. Good juices like celery and carrots and all the stuff that doesn't taste good, those right. are probably the best things for you. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> if you stay away from those. This is going to hurt a little bit. Stay away from caffeine. Mm. Womp, womp. I know it hurts. Yeah. Womp, womp, so for <laughs> for coffee drinkers and for for tea drinkers that drink black uh, or yeah like black tea with yeah. all the extra caffeine in it and stuff, yeah. stay away from that because really what that does is it cuts your hunger. It kind of yeah appeases it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, so you want to stay away from that kind of stuff. If you are doing broth and stuff like that, if you do broth with like potatoes. I think I have one down here. Try to stay away from stuff with too much salt. Don't yes. add a whole lot of salt to right. it. Yeah, right. dehydrate you. Yeah, because yeah. you yeah. don't you don't need those issues. So we have more stuff, and I can add it in the show notes. Some of the stuff we can do and sure. should do and stay away from. I'm gonna go on to the uh, uh, number. I think it's number five or six. I lost count. Okay, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So That's okay. Um, here's another reason why people fail at the fast. You have to end your fast gradually. Mm-mm-mm. So just like I, I talked to you about going into the, the, the uh, fast gradually, you need to come out of it gradually. What yeah. does that mean? You can't sit there with the fork and the knife in your hand at Denny's <laughs> with the plate in front of you. Watching, watching looking, the at clock. Your, looking, at your, looking at the watch yeah, or your w- clock. Waiting for midnight to strike. <laughs> and as soon as midnight strikes, you go into town. 
Give me all the pancakes you got. Give me all the eggs you got. All the pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. I need them now. <laughs> you can't do that. So you <laughs> you got to ease out of the fast. Uh, one thing to do is try to break your fast with water. Yeah. Because I know you want to eat right then. But again, it's a step. Yeah. You know, step out of it. And when you step out of it, I, I need you to do this. Consider what you left behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long you left it behind and did you really need it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Sure. So if God puts you on a 10 day fast then I don't want you to have any sugar for 10 days. Oh, right? my Lord. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you go those 10 days without sugar. Yes. And you're still alive. Right. Did you really need it? And you feel better. And you feel and, and better. And you feel better. Because <laughs> I promise you, and you would feel better. your skin is clearer. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So you want to make sure that you consider those kind of things. If you are going to reintroduce those things back into your diet, do it slowly. Yeah. yeah. Don't go crazy. Sure. Because that's the one thing you're going to remember that when you go into the next fast. Like, man, I get to pig out as soon as this is over. Right. right? But if there is no pig out. Right. Right. You don't have that to look forward to. Sure. Either. Sure. So you ease out of it just like you eased into it. And that can damage your body and, and make you feel really bad. Uh, again, Tisha fast one on one. I've learned the hard way. <laughs> Come out of a fast. I'm the one with the plate, the knife. The timer clicking down. Yeah. I don't know anyone who hasn't been there. <laughs> yeah. I really and, don't. Uh, you know, been there, done that. Been yeah. there, done that. And mm-hmm. um, I'm better, y'all. I keep having to say that. But <laughs> it, it, and then you feel so bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've done that and then I had to go lay down and was sick. Yeah. Because I yeah. ate what right. I shouldn't have. So right. I think uh, broth is good to come broth out. Broth is good. Um, soups, light stuff. That's usually what Robin and I do. Yeah. We, we start, we do the, what you said earlier. We start cutting it down, going in, mm-hmm. be, and then she'll make a big pot of a big pot of soup. You know, and mostly it's broth, right? Mm-hmm. And may have some, you know, whatever. But, um, and then when we come, when we're done, that's where we are as well. You know what I'm saying? We come out with soup. We go in with some soup, broth or whatever, but yeah. then we also come out with, you know, and and I didn't die. Yeah, man. No. Oh man, I didn't die. I mean, it, with the soups, man, it, you, you know, you could do a chowder or a bisque or something like that too. Kind of help if you don't want to just do like chicken yeah. noodle soup or right. tomato soup or something like that. You can right. do like a a chowder of some now, sort. No, I could thicker. be wrong. I mean, you know, you guys correct me if I am, but my my definition of we read the scripture where they ate no pleasant bread, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. See, what what does that mean to us? See, it's every man's conviction. Right. You know what I'm saying? What ple- So I really want a steak, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm eating soup. Right. I think I've made a great offering to the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my hands are out. Oh, God, look at the offering. Because <laughs> I want my porterhouse. <laughs> and I'm eating soup with no meat in it. No meat. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. please see my offering. You know? <laughs> but I think about that. And today, what I think that's something to consider as well. What would your version of no pleasant food be? For people who may have to eat. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. You know, and that's what you're kind of setting, you know. Sure. So so because the whole idea, guys, is to do it and do it with conviction. Do it in faith. Yep. Right. And and learn how to spend quality time with God. That's the whole idea. That's the point. That's the important thing here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Turning it into what we talked about earlier, 
turning it into a regimen. That's not right. the, that's not what we're trying to do. But we're trying to help you be successful, and and actually do it because the benefits are oh my god. Uh, fasting is both a discipline and a form of discipline. Mm-hmm. It's both. It's a discipline because this is this is how we train ourselves as believers. Yes. But it's a form of discipline because this is how you break down the flesh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. This is how you tell the flesh no. Sure. This is how you tell the flesh that you're not in control. Yes. Right. That my spirit man has linked to God. That's what's in control. Amen. And you have to tell the flesh no. So it's it's both a discipline and a form of discipline. Yes. I I love talking about fasting. This has been awesome. Yeah. It has been absolutely awesome. And I think it's going to help a lot of people. If if anybody is, is you know after you listen to this, if you get upset or you're a little offended, please don't email us. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't email us. I saw that going a different way. Uh, Yeah, I I did too. (laughs) Please don't email us. Um, Just contemplate it within your heart. (laughs) Talk to God about it. Maybe fast about it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to be okay. And and you're going to be okay. (laughs) Last words, Tisha? Don't eat the bunt cake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I'm Troy. I'm Bruce. And I'm Tisha. And we thank you so much for spending your time with us here under the fig tree. 